Now just suck out the fluid with the giant needle. I think this needle's too big. I'm gonna get a nurse. Come on, man. Learn by doing. Learn by doing. Okay, uh, maybe the needle was just a little too big. Oh, you think? Welcome to Flip the Vibe, I'm Dwayne, I'm Nawal, and this is the Arts and Culture Podcast with a twist. If you want to know more, keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. Uh, so this is it, episode two, Flip the Vibe. We're here, how are you feeling, D? I'm alright, man, how are you? I'm got good, some I'm good, good feedback? Uh, that's, yeah, uh, first and foremost, give them their flowers first. A big up everyone that's listened, reached out to us, followed us on social media, subscribed, got their notifications on. Yo, thank you very much. Yeah, man. And also, if you can, rate us. Yeah, for real, rate us. I gave us five stars, no lie. I gave us one. Bit of balance, it? <laughs> That's fucked still. You didn't really give us one star, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, yeah but um, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. You can listen to us anywhere. Just search Flip the Vibe on your favourite podcast platform. Uh, today's episode, we're going to look at, on our opinion, the goal is sitcom ever sorry the most goated sitcom ever and that is scrubs um starting how we mean to go off we're gonna start off with uh, the first episode of scrubs entitled my first day before we get into it it's been a bit d i know you've um been purposefully not sending me messages so we've actually got shit to talk yeah, about now here. every time i want to text you now i just like write it out and stick it in my notes huh? and i didn't realize how much we text each other probably <laughs> Takes you more than my missus, isn't it? <laughs> I know, bro. Every time, like, the amount of things and TikToks I haven't sent to you, just because, um, and even just dumb shit, bro, that I wanted to rant to you about, I just haven't even gone on about it. But, um, yeah, man. Well, well, well I guess I'll... You go first. You've yeah, been, yeah, a, you've been abroad, innit? I've had a lot. So, what, last time we spoke, I was just getting ready to go on holiday, innit? Yeah. So, okay, let me paint a picture. I've got, like, two days left of work, innit? Before i got a jet off to Crete. Trying to get, you know, you want to just get everything sorted so you yeah, come yeah. back and it's just nothing. Dad mood, isn't it? Dad yeah, mood. yeah, yeah, for real, bro. Don't think my daughter didn't get the chicken pox two days before I flew. <laughs> yeah. Bro, full on chicken pox, like off school, in my yard, calamar lotion, flipping, taking her temperature. Bro, I'm trying to get the work done. I'm trying to get everything boxed off. Bro, not a chance. It was actually peak. Have you had it already? So you was like safe. Yeah, yeah, I had it when I was two in it. I literally get that shingle shit in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girl ain't had it, so she had to just stay away yeah. in it. But I'd had it still. So, but obviously she went back to her mom on the first day. So I had her for two days. Dropped her back to her mom with some like all the antibiotics, not antibiotics, calamine yeah, lotion. She just uh, fucking filled the bath up with that pink shit and just dipped, her, <laughs> dipped her in and picked. You remember her that up. from holiday in it? <laughs> um, but yeah, now nah, so that was a major. So then I had just bare to do for work, bare to do for our party, but went away, went Greece, had a good holiday. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta talk about the flight. <laughs> you're gonna like your jet set. Alright, so but we know you're prang. I'm not prang. Bro, it's a metal box hurtling through the air. <laughs> I'm not prang, I'm pragmatic. You get me? Um but nah, I'm not the greatest flyer. But my flights are pretty good still. Um my girl was like, was in the airport lounge, but you know when the airport lounge is like, 
right next to all the planes. Yeah. So the moment we've got there to have a little relax, I'm just looking at all these planes like, shit, <laughs> I gotta fly. Find a destination plane in your head. Bro, I swear to God, soul plane fucked me up, you know. <laughs> um, but nah, um, I was cool still. I like looked out the window and shit, flipping. Yeah, bro, I was actually all right. I, See, um, that's how Prangy is. Man said he looked out the window <laughs> like it's hard. <laughs> I don't look out the window still. My stomach don't like it. But yeah, I watched... Uh, what did I watch? I watched that new... Um, the new Shazam film, The Fury is of the it, Gods. Uh, bro, I hated the first one. Is it as shit as the first one? Yeah, it's as good as the first one. Good. <laughs> no. Um, for people that don't know, I'm the biggest blurred. If people don't know the word blurred. It means black nerd. Um, I'm the biggest black nerd out here, or at least in Birmingham. And yeah, I love anything that's comic book related. So a lot of films, D will Someone's be Someone's going to call you out on that. Bro, fuck that. Come for me. Come for me. I beg you. Dot it. Yeah. Um, come with your lightsabers. <laughs> you come with the lightsabers. With lightsabers are basic. You look like fucking Raj and uh, Howard. You know, they got them little <laughs> lightsaber belts. Oh, Big Bang. As if we ain't even brought up Big Bang on this <laughs> podcast yet. Big Bangs and the show we used to watch. Um, but yeah, so the flights are good. Had some good stuff to watch. Um, the holiday was sick, bruv. Why is it not four? It's only like four hours, isn't it? My brother got... We went yeah. there last year anyway. My brother got married. You see what? This is how Prangama flying. I don't look at my flight as like how long it is. I look at like... Survival. Nah, 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 nah. I take away like 20 minutes each side to like... Because obviously you're going up and yeah, you're coming yeah. down in it. So that's not really in the flight. As soon as they say you're coming down, I'm relaxed in it. That's I'm the like, most dangerous part. Huh? You relaxing at the most dangerous part? Nah, because think about it. Even if a plane crashes here and it's on a descent, it can glide. It's still got its air brakes. The plane's on the way up and something fails, bruv. You're just victim to gravity. Anyway, don't don't get me into it. But anyway, if you drive a car, it's more risky than being on an airplane. Do you know what? My taxi was crazy on the way to the (laughs) airport. That helped. Bruv, the taxi driver was on smoke and that that helped. I'm not going to lie. Um... But yeah, I did think that. And the same on the way back. The transfer was some rickety fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, like them, when you get there, them coaches and that, they didn't give a fuck in it. Mm. Yeah, bro. But yeah, had a good one. Um, went out on the quad bikes, was up in the mountains, done like flipping 50, 60,000 steps. Yeah. And I got, bro, on one day, we done like 22,000 steps. You lost that, that punch? Or did you put yeah. it, did you lose yeah, that punch? Six packs back, you know, where I lift, <laughs> me lift up my teeth still. Look at that, man. Yeah, it's gone. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so did that come back started getting ready for my daughter's birthday how did that go really good in it kids everywhere yeah 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 had the um invited the whole class got the dj in there and that everyone seemed to have a good time still but you should have left one kid out would have been the start of some villain story in it, <laughs> and you would have created that <laughs> oh, <laughs> just pick the cra- trying to create Doctor pick Doobie the craziest now. kids and then just leave leave him out. I'm assuming it's a bloke. Leave him out. Crazy, isn't it? If it's <laughs> England, you'll just go crazy. If it's America, that's a school shooting ready, <laughs> ready to happen. Trust me, brother. So I ain't fucking with these kids in case they do move to America. <laughs> but now nah, the party was good. Glover had a sick time. She was telling me it's the best party. Thank you, daddy. All that kind of stuff. And then after that, we went to one of the Chins kids parties. Yeah. His daughter's was after, in it? So it's finishing mine. And, um... His two youngest were at my party, innit, with his sister. So uh, Mrs. Chin dropped them off, then went back to go settle for their party, innit. So then me and Joyce drove everybody back with Cherry. Like the Paris Hilton of the baby party world. <laughs> just pure socialist. Like. Trust me. 
So yeah, after the flipping princess hero and pirate party, they all went to the ten year olds party and got ice cream and cake and. <laughs> So that was sick. And I can see you peeling, bro. You see what? The one day I was just out there. Because the first couple of days it was mild and it was a bit of um, cloud cover. Bro, the one day I'm just by the pool, sipping my sippy. I was like, yo, why does my arm feel so tingly? (laughs) Yo, I need to run off for some sun cream. It's like when we went to uh, Dominican and I was like, yo, I don't wear sun tan cream. One day without it, my whole back was gone. Bro, bro, tell you the vibe flip for a Dominican. You know Rick and Morty when they yeah. land on that planet and the sun rises and it's just like, <laughs> but that's what it was like walking out your whole tower room yeah. in the beginning. Every time I felt the flipping light on me, I heard the sun screaming. <laughs> to it this was day. like that for my brother's wedding, didn't it? Like, uh, I swear it was like 40 degrees and like you couldn't go out in the day. Me and Siobhan, we was like, oh, fuck this, we'll go out in the day. Got half up the, up the road and had to turn Batman because you were just yeah, dying dead. in it. And then she's obviously pushing me about as well, so she's like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, so go on. Now you go. I yeah. don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, had the parties, and then that wasn't my daughter's actual birthday. Oh, yeah, shit. Man, come back to fucking training course. I forgot. Yeah. I came back to my health and safety training course, so I've landed at like three in the morning, got home at four, slept till seven, hopped in the car. Oh, yeah, work the next day. Bro, yeah. No, no I had a way. fucking training course. I got into the office, yeah, to box off a few things because I'm the only one doing my job in it and there's a couple of messages while I was away. Box off a few things, boom. Got to the training course. It's a day late because, like, they announced it. Because, like, when you do these in-person ones since COVID, isn't it? They're, like, they fail enough times. Like, I've had, like, three dates cancelled yeah. on me. So I booked a holiday. I was like, fuck it. It covers a holiday, but whatever in it man's just booking it they're probably gonna cancel anyway and then we're like oh your course is going forward for the 15th of may like dickhead so um <laughs> i called them up they were like yeah you can just read the first page and it will send you the course materials so i did that on the plane wink wink um <laughs> and yeah so i come back the day i come back flipping land at three yard at four up at seven out to the training course after boxing us some shit in the office bro so that whole week was just killing Wait, me was the training mission or just no nah, it was a Cornwall building it's just around the corner oh. from um the police headquarters okay and flipping um so that was a two week course and that was leading up to my daughter's birthday so the first week I was on the course it's coming up to the weekend of the kid's birthday second week of the course was actually the youth's birthday and my girl's birthday and oh yeah, yeah. they're like they're apart or something yeah days apart Cause I'm an unlucky motherfucker. Well, that's like me. I got my wedding anniversary, and then Siobhan's birthday is about. Bro, you and me are not the same, yeah. You got to choose your wedding anniversary. Have you chose your missus? That's your own. I didn't choose her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going like I Rick and Morty it back in time, and it. Come on, like, D. Let's put this bitch's birthday back a day or two. <laughs> should have like made her feel out of form. <laughs> made her feel out of form. <laughs> the priest up. <laughs> Date of birth. <laughs> oh no I'm sorry this conflicts this conflicts <laughs> um, but yeah it is what it is but yeah then this weekend I've just been out with my girl in it done um yes last night I saw uh, I was going to text her but that place that was sick in it what is it Aluna bro yeah Aluna but we didn't okay first off so we went Edgebaston Digbeth Dining Club in it there's a Digbeth Dining Club in Edgebaston Cricket Ground yeah 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 it was on Friday so lick that is um, that fucking square donuts there that they're uh, banging? You what? They do like square donuts in it. Nah, there was, there was like two, 
There was only two dessert places, cheesecake, which I don't like. Bro, that's the top tier dessert. Bro, I don't like cheese. This Fucking, is... yeah, but don't you know this cheese. about me yet? You don't like money. Don't like what? <laughs> money. That's a stupid joke. Oh. <laughs> Flipping them. But yeah, I don't like cheesecake. Yeah, but you don't taste like cheese. Yeah, I just don't you, like it though. You eat carrot cake. Yeah. You like carrot? Oh, there you go. Because I'm not a five-year-old and don't eat their vegetables, <laughs> nah, bro, Do you like not like carrot? carrot? Uh, excuse me, I eat mushrooms now, you know. <laughs> I like carrots. No, I like most vegetables. I don't even want to talk about vegetables. <laughs> me and you going to talk about this later, man. If you're one of these men that don't eat their vegetables, nah, I'm, I'm going right to Now, how old? How old is now? Uh, when did I start living with Shavon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, how many, like, six years ago? Six years of vegetable. Yeah, that's deep. But if I was born a vegetable, I don't need Fuck. Fuck. Yo, I was born, I was born dark, so I stay in, I stay in at night time. <laughs> Can't get caught out when I smile. Um, flipping. So, yeah, we went Edge Baston, and then we went Aluna, but my girl just wanted to book something, so she's like, I'll book Aluna, and if we can't think of anything better, we'll stay on it, innit? So we did. What then, is it? Just food? I've never heard of it. Food before. and drinks. It's a cocktail yeah. place, isn't it? Okay. They got like, they're like um, they're like alchemist. They're like yeah, direct competition to alchemist. Who's better? Do you know what? I'm gonna put it like this: a Luna's more available. Like I feel like a Luna's where you're twenty to thirties, mid thirties go. Yeah. But then you know, like alchemist. Yeah. If you want to spend like a bit of time in alchemist, half a day. That's like, you You got to have a good wage for that. Yeah, your bank account's like. getting rinsed. Yeah, I mean, all cocktails are a rinse. But how theatrical are they? Because they get guests on the theatrics. Bro, they brought this thing to my table. And it's vroom, 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 vroom with a fire. You know, yeah, they do that. Yeah. So it's just, it's just as theatrical. They've got the um, they got that bong one as well that looks oh, like yeah. a bong. And, bro, they're basically the same. They're just each, like, they're bong ones in a different glass yeah. and they're zombies in like a slightly different thing. In Alchemist, that colour changing one sounds sick, but when you put it in, it's like, oh. It's dead. Dead. I didn't try it, but yeah. So, but then the dope, the dumb thing was, sorry, um, we realized it was in a Luna literally the same day last year for our birthday. Yeah. We didn't even remember. We knew we'd been to a Luna before, but we didn't realize it literally went on the same day. If you watch my story now, you've got both of them. You got the the now one. Oh, when I memory. thought that you just fucking reposted your own thing and I was like yo why is he reposting his own thing <laughs> nah that's the memory innit but I even use the like, same fucking yummy yeah, face it well. looks like you had the same food as well. <laughs> basically bro we just kind of brought Chicken. it separately oh I couldn't eat nothing though I was stuffed already yeah so you've been living nice then innit yeah man well while you've been doing that I've been at work <laughs> but I have got one mad story for you go on so bro I swear this happened a couple of days after we posted the pod. Mm. This is how long I've been waiting to tell you. So me and Siobhan were eating, you know, like in the kitchen, the breakfast bar thing. Yeah, and yeah. Frank, the dog, was chilling in the living room. And like, it was a hot day, so like, all the doors were open. Back door, conservatory. And all of a sudden, Frank just like, darts off the city, like warm. And I thought, ah, something in the conservatory fell over because there were some big boxes up there. Yeah. Then... Passing the door, the living room, just see a black blur flying. I'm like, what the fuck's that? So get off. There's a magpie flying around in the house. Yeah. Like in the living room. Frank's like on it, like transfixed with this magpie. Goes in the conservatory. I shut the door. Frank's trying to kill kill this magpie. 
Siobhan's like screaming at him, like, leave it, leave it, leave it. Like, let him munch. I mean, no, RSPCA, don't let him munch it. No, and then, can't. like, like, she can't even, like, because he's, he's big, in it? She's trying to drag him off. No chance. Mate, he pins it down, puts it in his mouth, and, that, and she's shouting, don't bite it, don't bite it. Then it tries to fly away, man pulls it down, grabs it again. And then Siobhan gets him. I put him in the living room. She shoots the bird out. And it survived. Thing, yes, well, well. There's a, there might be a dark turn to this story. <laughs> All so right. then, like, you think problem done. Just sitting, watching telly. And like, I see this, like, magpie hopping around on the, the grass. And it can't fly anymore. Shit. So I think he's got a broken wing. Is it still out there now? Well, it's been about a week I ain't seen him, so I reckon the cat's, like, added nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do nothing to help him? Well, I don't know. You went to phone RSPC or something. I don't RSPC, know. I don't do shit for birds. I don't you know them. about when? Are oh, you weren't around? What? When um you hadn't come back to us when Chin had the wood pigeon shut down over his garden. I think I've heard about it. Well, yeah, so obviously Chin's the most, like, people see him out and about, you just think he's kind of cold-hearted, isn't it? Yeah. And the mixed-race brothers are always just angry. But flipping, um... <clears throat> Basically, the wood pigeon got shot up, up, shut down over his garden. They like nursed it back to health and that. Rang up the yeah. RSP, say like, "Yeah, the pigeon's been shut down. We need to come and help it." Like, nah, we don't do birds. Everyone that came around to his half of the next week, RSP, say dickheads, you know. <laughs> nah, man, it's hurt, blood. It's hurt. What's it meant to do? And Iran nursed it back to health. Yeah, and it's kept, well, kept his dogs away. Well, from I'm me. saying this bird is alive somewhere. Then. <laughs> this bird's dead. <laughs> That's a flipping, I don't know, man, some game hen and some fucking little putty cats flipping. Yeah, but there are bear cats around here. Yeah. yeah, that's done. But yeah, so while going, what else has been going on for you, man? And a uh, fucking Fetty Wap. You heard about Fetty Wap? No, while going with Fetty Mate, he's been sentenced to six years in prison huh? for drug trafficking. Fetty? Yeah, yeah, look. Since when? I saw it the other day. I was going to text you. What? Like, you know me, I don't really like these uh, rappers, but Fetty Wap holds a special place in my heart. Because <laughs> he's basically my wedding song. That's what I tell people anyway. He basically is, though, to be honest. Because we played, we had some, like, Becky Hill song. And then after, I was like, yo, we need to play... Some uh, What was it called? Trap Queen, is it? Because when me and Siobhan first met, that was all over the radio. Every time I picked her up, it was in the car, and it, and it went off at the wedding. Yeah, it did go off. Everyone them. loved it, even all Siobhan's Grebo friends. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble, you know. She ain't listened to... Apparently, my brother told me I didn't even realise I called him a girlfriend. Did you realise? You what? Called her your girlfriend? Siobhan, my girlfriend. Yeah, I think once or twice. And he, and he came yesterday, and he was like, yo, Siobhan, how do you feel about him calling calling uh, you his girlfriend? And... <laughs> Luckily, my wife don't support my project, so she didn't even listen to it. <laughs> I don't think my girls will actually listen to it either. But yeah, um, I guess that's the biggest thing that's happened to us since the last time we recorded. We released the podcast. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Almost uh, screwed the pooch. Yeah, so Fetty Wap's in prison. Mm. Man's got one eye already, so he might come out blind, isn't it? Yeah, shit. And uh, obviously, I think he's gangster though, any really, yeah? like no. Yeah, that, I think he's proper, but who knows? But mm. remember that the secretary he brought out, and he whispered, "I'm a dev- devil worshiper," and everyone went like, "Yo, he's a uh, Illuminati and all that shit." Oh no, nah, I weren't following it that hard, man. That's when you were supplying me with all my news. Yeah, and when uh, I've got onto season two of the Wu Tang program. Oh shit! 
but the best episode ever, I think, so far, when he's making Protect Your Neck. What? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it shows you how he controls the beats, but it shows you in his mind, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's talking to the drummer and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, Bro, yeah. Bro, yeah, that yeah. is sick. I had to watch Oh, that bit, yeah, 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 yeah. It's sick, and then when yeah. Ghostface comes in there with him as well. Yeah, and then every time they lay a verse, it goes into their head, mm. and, like... My man's spraying it on the wall and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. I don't know if I probably ain't got to this bit, but I think when he's doing the album and he's like trying to wrangle them all for their songs and that, it's like each member has their own episode with this like yeah. a little fantasy episode, sick. like flipping um ODB's one. It's like he's a comedian called Dirt McGirt and it, <laughs> and he's about to get sacked for it because his comedy's too real and it's like it's for dirt bags and it. But like I think it also shows what was going on in his life at the time and that it's kind of sick. Yeah, I was like. Like, season one was good in it, but he like didn't hook me. But like yeah. season two's hooked me, man. Like trust me. Sick in there, isn't it? Now I love the um. We have to do an episode about it, but the mathematics, man. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I think it's like I don't know. I I am I'm not too up on the um. It's them Israelites, isn't it? No, nah, not Israelites, no. bro. It's the other one. Um, what they call it? Oh, the. Uh... The um, Nation of Islam. Yeah, that's the one. And I think like it's well, a sect to do with Kendrick, a guy called Shabazz Kendrick, or something like that. Kendrick on them. He's on them, and he. Kendrick's on them, isn't he? On what? The Israelites. Israelites? I don't know. I don't know what I Israelites like is. In the album, I think Israelites is what got... Um, it's like a religion, isn't it? Nah, it's like a people. I don't know. I feel like... When I was well, a kid, we'll people used to out. talk about Israelites, Israelites, like reggae and Rasta and that, innit? Yeah. But now, like, I don't know. I feel like calling black people Israelites is what got Kanye West in trouble. So let's just stay away from that one for now <laughs> till we do our research, bro. Especially me. Let's wait till we... We're going to have to watch a show about that first and then yeah. come back on it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. I love the win. I love the mathematics still. Yeah. And then what about you? Like, ah, uh, if we, you got the gets thing to bring up in it, but Jay Huss, Jay Huss is back as well, man. Yeah, I've seen Jay Huss's back. Hard. I've seen Jay Huss's back. I ain't heard no tunes, though. Has he dropped music? Yeah, he's got one tune in it. It's yeah. hard. And yeah, there's it. one line in it that's because you know it's fucked. Yeah. Man says murder gives him a boner. What's this? I'm not you know. Yeah, but yeah, and then obviously, yeah. I guess I don't know if this is a recommendation or what, but I've, bro, I've, I've, it's on repeat. It's on repeat yeah, in yeah. my car. So hold on, let me get this right. Find out what the tune is called. But for anyone that don't know, anyone has never heard of an artist called Maverick Saber. Maverick Saber was like. I don't know, it was from the dubstep days, isn't it? He had a yeah, tune, yeah. a big tune with uh, Professor Green. Now, the first tune that I need, isn't it? That was the first tune I had from him. Yeah. You know that? Oh, yeah. I need that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and remember. for some reason, every time I fly, I put that tune on when we're taking off. And then there's a Frank Ocean tune called Pyramids that I play as well. But I don't know. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. I just play them. Every time we fly, I play them two tunes. And yeah, that's weird, man. Last thing you want to listen to in case you die. And I look out the window and think I'm a hero. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> but yeah, so Maverick Sabres is sick, soulful artist. Like, I don't know, like imagine Drake if Drake was more soulful. It's a bit like, even though I don't really like this geezer, you know that Dermot Kent? Oh, I, I was going to say it's a bit like Plan B, but like more so. Nah, yeah. a bit like Plan B still. Nah, there's a there's an Irish geezer called Dermot Kennedy or something, yeah. and he's a bit like him in it. But I don't know. Anyway, either way, Maverick Saber. Before we go into the tune, yeah, Maverick Saber, he had to re-release his first album in it because the record label mugged him off and got all his royalties. So there's two of the first albums on Spotify, but play the one that's 
Let me get it right. <laughs> well, not the first two ones. Yeah, one of them like got re-recorded and he gets all the money in it. Oh, uh, the one that's obviously been released is called Lonely Are the Brave, but it got released in two. Oh, re-released in twenty twenty-two, isn't it? Yeah, because he that's gets the, the one money you for pay. that. But if you play the other one, the record labels like getting hundred percent of the money. Okay, anyone that likes Maverick Saber <laughs> listens to him. Listen to what D just told you. Lonely Are the Brave was re-released in twenty twenty-two. Make sure you're playing that one for the brother, but. The new tune he brought out, I just saw it because I love Getz in it, so it was on my radar. Like, actually, it was advertised to me by Spotify, but it's got a tune out called Essence. So it's Essence featuring Maverick Saber, Getz, and Tamir Hassan. Bro, uh, did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah. Sick what did you think? Yeah, it's sick, sick innit? It? Yeah. Bro, I'm in my car, yeah, all the way up, just screaming yeah. it, singing Maverick Saber like I've got a singing voice yeah. and that. Bro, I love the tune. Getz goes in on it as yeah. well. And then the message at the end, you hear that? Yeah, I've heard that before. Is it from? It sounds like Ray. Yeah. Maybe not Ray Winston. Yeah, yeah, that's the, what I thought. It's him it? or it's the um, the, the English guy from you in the latest. You watch you? No, no. No, oh, you are Norden. I can't remember what it's called. He's in a few things, but it's. A, I think it's an English actor. We'll have to look into who did it. We'll say. Because I was listening to it. Because when you text me, I was in the garden, so I put it on. And then the end bit, I was like, I swear I've heard this little speech before. But the end speech is deep still, just about flipping. Well, we'll do an episode on it anyway, but if you're, if you're open-minded, you want a new tune, try Essence, um, Maverick Saber, uh, featuring Maverick Saber and Getz and Tamir Hussain, um, out 2023. Oh, it's a Steel Bangles tune. Oh, is it? Oh, he brought out an album. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's on yeah. the Steel Bangles thing. And that's why he mentions Bangles at the yeah. end. Um, nothing will beat that uh, Jamie line like about that. them like steel bangles. <laughs> I can't remember what tune that's on, but that line's... I don't know. I think it's... Um, I don't know. Look at it. It's on my playlist. I know it's on my playlist, though. It's like a Mabel tune, isn't it? Yeah. Mabel. But this is... I don't know. Are you happy with this to be the first official Flip yeah, the Vibe yeah, recommendation? Yeah. It had to be... At the end of the day, just, gets, just for what's being said at the end, uh, go and have a listen to it. Get it on your playlist, people. And uh, we'll do an episode about it one day, innit? Yeah, stand up. <clears throat> all right then well i think it's about time we start you don't know you got anything to guess about what uh, we've done now i've got one thing to guess about but i'm right. saving it for next week all right all the right. reason why i'm broken it mm. so stay tuned oh you know the reason why i'm broke because you got a crutch fruit because you got a kid and a missus well a new missus and you've been on holiday mm. oh bro you know what i got for her birthday go on then got a like because Pandora. <laughs> no, bro. Don't watch me. Pandora. Who do you think I am? Pandora. Nah, nah, nah. Fucking, I don't know. I was going to say, what's Victoria Adam then? <laughs> is that the, is that the, um, the Argos oh, no. one? What's that? <laughs> Elizabeth Duke. Elizabeth Duke, yes. <laughs> nah. Um, we, all had, we all had the Elizabeth Duke sovereign back in Yeah, the day. trust me. Well, not sovereign, but I had the little cross in it. You didn't have chilly. a sovereign? No, no, no. I went white, bro. Did you have the Ganja Leaf Sovereign? Nah, do you know what? That ain't fair. Zeph had a Sovereign. I was going to say. But I I don't know. It weren't my thing, the Sovereign rings. I had uh, just the cross in it. He was but, too like... busy with like a Power Ranger ring. <laughs> my cross in it, the chain was so thin, it snapped when I went swimming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Gonna say it snapped when there was a breeze. <laughs> All right, so I'll do this quick then and then we'll go on to the thing. So, bro, for weeks I've been asking my girl, what do you want? Perfume? No. A bag? No. Coats? No. I'm like, do you know what? I'm not going to ask you anymore because if I'm going to ask you, you're going to say no. If I just get it for you, you're going to be grateful, innit? So I got her like a Nike trackie. She likes oversized shit, innit? And I'm trying to get her away from Adidas. So I brought her like a Nike trackie. Why are you hating on Adidas? 
the Cosnite's better. <laughs> okay, then. He, he, he says he did Adidas t-shirt. Oh, no, I just dropped it. You know, I don't wear... No, nah, I don't not wear Adidas. I've got one or two, but I'm a night guy, and nah, I'm a tick just, guy. No, I wear... I don't know. I've never really, like, affiliated with any... Anything hard. Clothing brand, I don't really. know. I... I because you're the only person I know that's still got Reebok, but sick Reebok. Like, remember, like, a couple of years ago, yeah, when you stood yeah. at home, you got them sick pump-ups. Yeah. Like, actually, you're... It's annoying me now. I only bought them because they were cheap, but now they're coming back in fashion. They're yeah. getting more expensive. <laughs> I went to buy Fila, but it was too cheap and the felt horrible in it, so yeah. back to Reebok. It's if you want to sponsor me, if you want to sponsor a disabled man trainer's... <laughs> It's a bit pointless because I'll never walk in them. But box fresh. They? Always Every fresh. day. You know that episode of Cribs where Fat Joe licks the bottom? Yeah, you do that I all can the do time. That every day. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so I brought this little tracksuit and, and I got us some um, Made By You Donks in it to make the trackies. Oh, with JD on the back, bruv. Yeah. Which brings us sweetly into oh, our episode. Professional links. <laughs> you know that, you know that. <laughs> So, um, yeah, oh, so what you watched it today, did you? Yeah, I watched it. I uh, woke up, text you, what time you come in, you give me some bullshit time, <laughs> and then I watched Scrubs in it. But when have I ever been on time, though? <laughs> I know it's bad. I'm just optimistic, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got mashed up on the M6, though. Yeah, that's why I said come early. For some reason, the motorway is more busy on weekends and weekdays. Bank holiday, though, was swelling. I should yeah, have realised. Yeah, all the idiots in the caravan. Yeah, trust me. Um... But yeah, so Scrubs, the most goated sitcom in our opinion. Yeah. Um, many, many lessons have been learned from the hallowed series. How many times <laughs> do you reckon you've watched this one episode? Well, see what, yeah. This is something I thought of, actually. Like, rewatches didn't exist back in the day. You just turned on the telly and you had to watch what you was watching, innit? Like, where, yeah. like if you watched it on Channel 4, it was on one season. You watched it on E4, it might be on another season. Yeah, I'd never seen... The first time I watched Scrubs, it weren't episode one. It was just... There's Scrubs a weird it. channel on Freeview called ABC. Yeah. That's the, that are you Yeah, of course, yeah. man. <laughs> this is why me and you are bros, you know, ABC on Freeview. <laughs> so, wait, it used to be... Brother, te- you also date my teenage daughter. Yeah, me and my brother used to watch uh, That Eight Simple Rules. Yeah. Like, loads, and it. Yeah. that was on, like, 1pm or something. Yeah, you used to love Eight Simple... Yeah. In the morning, they used to have Ed on, you know, with JD's yeah, brother. Yeah. And um, Claire from Modern Family. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah. about that one. Ed in the morning, yeah. flipping, they used to have scrubs. Man loves Ed in the morning. Yeah, Ed was sick, man. <laughs> um, in, the bowl, in the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Flipping, um, what, eight simple rules to date my teenage daughter. Yeah. Rules of well, engagement. I know this is nothing to do with the episode, but when what? my man really died in real life. Who? The dad in it. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, JD's he, dad then, as well. And then they killed him in the programme because he died. And it was mm. like the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. it was the first time I was like right this is fuck do you know what as well that was the first time I got introduced to Kaylee uh, is it Kaylee Cuckoo yeah yeah Cuckoo. <laughs> that was a start and you know what as yeah. well yeah car when you're a grown man watching TV yeah you can't be like I don't know shouldn't first above thirsty you yeah. get me <laughs> but like when I was 15 and watching <laughs> them shows or 18 and watching those shows yo that shit was cool and I was in love with 
Oh, them chicks, man. <laughs> and Kaylee Kiki was one, man. For real. She was pink. I prefer the geeky sister. The ginger one, yeah. Same here <laughs> still. I like to both in it. <laughs> you don't have to pick it. It's a fantasy. <laughs> and the mum, is it? Uh, oh, yeah, the mum. She's uh, Leela from flipping um, or, uh, Futurama. She's also the mum from Sons of Anarchy, isn't it? And she's the mum from... And she's the OG mum from flipping um, Love and Marriage. Ted Bundy. I ain't watched that. No, not Ted Bundy. Not Ted Bundy. <laughs> you never watched it. You know the no. dad from um, Modern Family. Yeah. It's a show that he got big on. His original show back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. And the mom that that was his wife and it Leela. That's why she's in Modern Family and it's a big joke. Because they used to work together. Oh. Anyway, <clears throat> back to Scrubs. So we're looking at Scrubs, the first episode, uh, for multiple reasons, but. I don't know, you gave it a watch this morning. Anyway, you didn't answer. How many times do you reckon you watched it? Oh, how many How many times? Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's uncountable. Yeah, if you if you put the TV I'll shit together to work it up. with the actual actual watches, I don't know, because since it's been on um, Stars on Disney, I've probably gone through it four times. Yeah. About. Like all the way through? All the way through. Yeah. But I had a big breakup, man. I do like, I reckon, I do like once a year. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, what is it from um, How I Met Your Mother? If you're not watching the Star Wars trilogy every three years and the Dark Side's one. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. If you're not watching Scrubs at least once a year, Kelso's one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Scrubs, close to our heart. So what we got into the episode. I watched it yesterday and I made some notes on it, obviously. Um, I think straight away he's like, oh, I couldn't sleep last night. I'm like, bro. You know that earthquake that happened in Birmingham? Yeah. I slept through that, you know. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mum called, because we had like a metal fire escape on the side of the house. It's clanging. My mum's like, I come running out of the room. I'm about like 12, 13. Come running out of the room to check him. I'm just in the bed shaking and snoring. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminded me of that. Just I like, had I like a, a, a portable TV. Yeah. And like this trolley thing with wheels. And I used to pull it to my bed and watch TV. And then I woke up and I thought I saw the TV like, going across the room yeah. but I thought oh no it must be a dream went back to sleep and my mum was like there's a big earthquake last night I was like ah oh. I thought my TV was like glowing across the room <laughs> so you were all caught but you didn't realise and went back to sleep <laughs> but I homer symptomed it oh I like it I like it yeah but we've all been there and it like interviews or something like yeah either nervous or hype you just can't sleep yeah 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 I get it I don't uh, sleep anyway. I get it when I'm about to fly. <laughs> just look out the I window, just man. Sleep You'll be last fine. night. <laughs> Got a flight tomorrow. Bill <laughs> Um, But yeah, man. And then straight away, you get introduced to JD, the main character, who's this um trainee doctor. It's his first day after med school, and this dude's just goofy and nervous, and it's yeah. goofy and nervous. Um, man's got a six pack. Yeah, I know. Now he's just skinny still. Oh, now he's now he's hench, yeah. it? Now he's a hench old man now. Yeah, trust me. Um, I was going to say his first day as a doctor. Um, and he's feeling like the man. Like, I, I like that. because well, he, Until he walks in. I was going to say, it all goes to yeah. shit the moment he walks into. It's like flipping, man, walks into flipping a war zone, isn't it? But have you noticed how, like, because it's the pilot, it's a different hospital. Yeah. And it's so run down and that. And yeah. uh, I think... Bill Lawrence, the creator, said that he wanted it to be run down to prove like that there's no money in the hospital and like the insurance company could in America take all the money. Mm. But when they got picked up, uh, ABC or whatever it was was like, nah, we need to make it look nicer in it. Yeah. So that's why in episode two, it's all white and it looks like nice again. yeah, it looks <laughs> like uh, 
some soap from America hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, flipping. Um, that's the one thing that I thought was mad. Or that I thought sitting back when I used to watch like, because before Scrubs, it was like what ER, yeah, Casualty, yeah. those kind of things like, like the hospital. Casualty is still on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like I was watching Gogglebox last night, and there was that episode of Casualty, and I was like. Is this still on? And I said a neutrino eight after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, also I find it hilarious that the first thing he learns yeah. is not get sued, not like uh, we're here to help everyone. It's like yo, don't get sued. Yeah, yeah. When he's yeah. in the classroom with Ted in it, and yeah. do you notice how like cartoony Ted was? His hair's all like crusty, the clown in it. It's all, like, <laughs> it's all about in it. Yeah, so it's mad. Yeah, well, flipping um. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Though my main, well, the f- my first thoughts, like I don't know, following JD, were like, ah, oh, after seeing all the hospitals that I'd seen on TV, like this isn't the hospital I was yeah. expecting. You get me there? No sexy doctors. There are no beautiful nurses. Like there's nothing going on there. Everything's just like dead out. Um, and then like you're saying, yeah, we get like a little flashback of their like intro training, and then you get like your introduction to Turk as well, who's JD's best friend. The um. The two greatest men in the world, which we take some inspiration from. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, you know what? I didn't realise this. I never really checked it. But the first thing in their friendship that they do is first off, JD talks about rap music. Yeah, that's what that's what I picked up on that. Like, yeah. Turk calls him like the whitest dude ever. <laughs> and then flipping, um, they confirm that JD can't say the N-word, yeah. <laughs> even if he's singing along. I was like, yo, that was We've like... We've all been there. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's cool because at that time, those are the kind of things that happened yeah. in them kind of friendships. And it was like, ah, oh, they've already got this shit box stuff. You get me? It's cool. They, you know what I mean? This made me think of, uh, like, saying the N word and that. Like, do you remember when that tune was out? Uh, Drake, and was it The Weeknd? Get your notes off my keyboard. And then, like, there's a room full of N words. Like, where's in, oh, Mon- yeah, yeah. Where's in Mono? Obviously, because yeah. we lived in Mono. <laughs> That tune came on and the DJ caught it out like on the N-word bit and like just like loads of women just screamed it <laughs> and Chip was like, what the fuck's going, <laughs> fuck's going on here? Exactly what happens when you don't <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, one thing I noticed was, you know, that flashback and they're like, oh, we roomed together in college yeah, yeah. and in med school and we got accepted to the same hospital. See, when they're hugged and they're both like push each other away they're like yeah. oh shit we shouldn't bruv how different is that to the end of the series <laughs> I like the way they grow I lo- like obviously like they didn't start off like that they started off like us because if I ever hugged you on accident bro, I'd be looking to see if anyone yeah. saw even stuff. now like I don't, like if you hug me for no reason I'd be like what the fuck are you doing but like <laughs> unless you're family unless you're normal yeah. since I'm little and that for um, real I, I find it funny that like, they're painting castles that, like this episode's got the big bait and switch yeah, in it yeah, they're yeah. like Painting Castle as the good guy, and then they're painting Doctor Cox as the bad guy, but like the payoff is like not to the right. The end of the episode, mm. isn't it? But well, then, that's... like you just said, the end of the series, like the whole thing, everything flips in it. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. starts. Nothing changes. Yeah, bro. Look, I've I, I, I've got it on the way through. They've done it with every character as well. But first nah, of all, nah, nah, for... apart from Carla, nah, bro. Of course not. She ain't changed. Of course she has, bro. She was a feisty latina that didn't need nobody. And now she's like, 
the wife, like the wife who yeah, backs true. her man. She was a single woman feisty. But now. she's still feisty in season eight. Yeah, but at the she same ba- time, bro, you get to see her neurosis, her soft sides, like death of a mother. You get to see her break apart, postpartum. Bro, when you saw Carla at the start, yeah, did you ever think postpartum? Nah. That's true. what I'm saying. In my head, through watching the series, it kind of gave me a different look at what a strong woman is. You get me? Cause I think when I was younger, it's like, oh, a strong person is someone who none of this shit happens to in it. Where really a strong person is just someone that survives all this shit. You get me? Yeah, yeah. But um, I did want to say, obviously, the guy that plays um Teddy Buckland, what's his real name? Uh, the actor. One second. Ah, uh, we're mugging him enough now. Nah, I ain't mugging him off still. He's a that's G. why I'm giving. That's why I'm searching it right now to show it. I need something like Sam Lloyd. Yeah, that's the one. The actor Sam Lloyd, because he's actually um, he's Christopher Lloyd's nephew, the guy that plays Duck Brown in Back to the Future. Is he? Yeah, no I didn't you know. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Duck, it's Duck Brown's nephew. Um, but obviously Teddy Buckland died yeah, in lockdown, yeah. innit? Yeah, he had a brain tumour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously I'm not someone that like dick rides on dead celebrities. Yeah, on yeah. That. I never post anyone but that. Like, but... A fight when he died yeah, and a fight when Proof died for, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason. So, <clears throat> just a little shout out to Teddy Buckland yeah. still flipping um the real man. Like obviously... He changes so much in the show as well, even though he doesn't. He's got to be one of the funniest, like, side characters of yeah. the whole thing, isn't it? Of course, man, yeah. So, R.I.P. Sam Lloyd, for real. You meant something to us, bro. You poor sad sack. <laughs> <coughs> Teddy Bucks. And then, um, I think after that, after you see Ted, that's when it first invent- um, intros you to Kalso. And it does, like you're saying, it's a bait and switch. Yeah. Kalso's the safety net, the nice old man, the chief of medicine. What like, when you see him... Like, obviously, we know too much now, but when you see him, it just looks like your granddad in it, some nice yeah. old geese that'll look after you. And then, like, by the end of the episode, we switches him hard, and he's like, I only fucking carry this. Uh, I only carry this around, so, so I can try to remember your names. <laughs> I can scratch you off it. You're just a pair of scrubs to me. That was like, yeah, that was sick. Yeah. And then he's like, who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? And then, yeah. like, Hold on, you're skipping to the yeah, end too I'm quick, man. End. <laughs> but yeah, that's that that is the big bait and switch. Um But yeah, do you know what? I didn't realise until I watched Scrubs that there was like a hierarchy in a hospital. I just thought it was like obviously I was younger, you don't realise there's a manager yeah. at work and that, but I just I suppose, thought it was just like bare doctors in a room, you get me, and everyone just goes and does their shit in it. Like, I suppose for me, because when I was younger, I was always in a hospital. Oh, yeah, shit. So like I knew they were like like we don't, I don't think we have residents and all that, but I knew there were like junior doctors and I've spent my life, I go doctors and they'd be like, do you mind if uh, so-and-so watches? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I ain't going to say no, people need to learn, innit? And mm. then like, I had this one surgeon when I was younger, like, I reckon I was about 10 and he used to like, you know, them dictaphones, he used yeah. to talk into that and be like, yeah, yeah, I need to like, cut up this and that and it used to scare the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> Yo, why is he talking into that machine? Like, he's like really scary and that. <laughs> and now I just know he's just recording his own voice in it. Yeah, like, yeah, just easy to make yeah. it notes in it. Oh shit! But yeah, that yeah, I guess that's something that you didn't need. But like, yeah, yeah. the hierarchy that kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and then obviously we see like they kind of give you the big split in it. Like, I like the way they kind of make it like high school as well. It's like ah, oh, your medical interns. Oh wait, there. are we missing that? Carl a bit or we nah Carla's that, later still later? Right. yeah cause first you meet um first you meet Elliot <coughs> yeah yeah so obviously and they do the whole like ah oh, the surgeons are going out yeah. for a beer the medical are playing Pac-Man <coughs> and then Elliot comes up 
I think it's joking though, because it's like, Turk tries to turn the swag on, it's like, yeah. are you surgical or medical? <laughs> man tries to give it like, as soon as he says medical, man's like, oh, it's done yeah. and it, it's over. But I like that because it's like, you think that's like a pre prep they had already. It's like, oh, ah, yeah. she's surgical, she's yours, <laughs> she's medical, she's mine. Or you just thought, fuck it, yeah, I don't want a geeky one, innit? Yeah, trust me, I think that was it still. Um, but here's, here is the biggest 180 in the entirety of Scrubs. Man sees Elliot walking up the stairs and says, your butt looks like two Pringles hugging. Yeah, that's all. And for the rest of the whole well, thing, it's got the flattest flat ass. <laughs> they make jokes. Oh, yeah. I like my ass flat. Like, they all cardboard. <laughs> but um, that was the thing that gave me jokes. So that was that goes into the first fantasy. Like, they're going up the stairs. She's yeah. just chatting all the neurotic chat about her dad thinking she's a boy and naming her after a boy and that. And then flipping, she's like, oh, what is it? She's like, it's like, oh, I'll be racing. No, he goes, I'll be racing. And, and then she says like, no, no. And, and then she just starts off running. It. And then in his head, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm not that desperate, am I? <laughs> Bro, I've realised, and I can't believe I didn't realise it before. The biggest thing that Scrubs pointed me out to is how much you lie to yourself, bro. Yeah. Because he's saying, nah, I'm not going to chase after her. And then, and then straight into yeah. a fantasy of my man running a marathon <laughs> after this thing, you get me? And the, I think the jokiest thing is that when he comes out of the fantasy, man's actually been running. <laughs> it wasn't even like he was just thinking about it. Man literally blew down that hallway, making her look stupid. He's out of breath. She's fine, bro. She's not even sweaty. Man's doubled over like... <gasps> man just done the flipping dirtiest Usain Bolt down the corridor. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. But I noticed him through this episode and probably through the series, my man lies to himself. So he, like... What he says doesn't match what he thinks, but he is yeah. quite aware of it, which I think is good. Um, but that's something, because that, I feel like I'm kind of like that. Um, the next one I've got is uh, the introduction of Carla, which calls him Bambi, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's what I've and got like, as well. Bam, obviously, he calls him Bambi because man ain't found his leg shirt, and yeah. like, she's there to support him, isn't it? I like the way straight away the bopper joke in there that just proves that Carla's always right. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? It's like, oh, don't look. Don't look at me when we're moving somebody. Why? <laughs> Clonk! And I feel like that's a subtle way of just being like, ah, oh, this woman's going to be right yeah. all the time. Even when she's wrong, yeah. she's going to be right. You get me? Um, and which brings you straight into Dr. Cox. Like, the father figure. Yeah, when um, he says to him, ah, oh, it's jumping to the end again, but he's like, you're not, uh, you're not my dad or something like that. And yeah, he like, yeah, foreshadows yeah. him sort of being his father figure. Nah, definitely. Um... But yeah, it kind of jumps in. It just and it shows the best of Dr. Cox in it. Man, sarcastic, yeah. he's rude, man doesn't explain anything yeah. without making a stupid point. He's all about business as well. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Done. And JD opens his mouth to like flipping um to be like, oh, whenever like it's funny, right? Yeah, because JD is positive with everybody apart from Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox is the only one that can break his positivity. So it's in this room, yeah. The day's been horrible, but he's never like been snarky with anybody or anything like that so far i think in the episode the moment dr cox says oh why is this goma have to try and do this on my lunch he's like oh well that's very ethical yeah. or whatever man just gets snapped off it you get me straight away but i thought that isn't really something i ever figured before like the character jd the only person that makes him break that mask and that shell of being the nice guy is dr cox yeah because later on when uh dr cox kills them patients and in like whatever series it is mm. Like, you don't want to face him. JD hates him for a bit, innit? Yeah, Because, yeah, like, yeah. he's disappointed in him. And you're probably right. He's never felt like that with anyone before. Yeah, exactly. Everyone disappoints him, to be honest. Like, everyone does JD dirty. Um, 
But yeah, it was a, it was the joke about the old man. It's like, are oh, this man's three inches away from Carla's rack and he hasn't? And then it's like, hold on, Eisenhower was a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Still, I was like, man crafted a little joke just for the old man. Um, that was jokes. That was jokes. Um, but yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Eisenhower is a sissy. I guess at this point, I think everyone's kind of established, apart from some of the other side characters. You kind of your well, mate. Elliot, they established Elliot as like a nub because she throws him under the bus, bus isn't yeah. it? Well, first, yeah. my man saves her in rounds. Yeah, well, so he, like, he's not saving her to be nice, he's saving her to bang her. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, my man, you see what that's what I was going to say as well. Man does the rounds thing and he just went smooth real yeah. quick. But he's also saying, obviously, in his head, she's like the love of his life already. I know, like, I know. Slow and down, some Ted man, shit. slow down. You are right, but slow down. Mm. But like he saved it away, he's like, oh, she's like, oh, anyway, I can help you. I was like, let me take you to lunch. He's like, he's smooth for a second. Yeah. And then he loses it. He's like, yeah. you know, if you want to, <laughs> eight or nine. I thought that's kind of sick. Um, yeah, smooth and geeky. It works though. I, I feel like I kind of run smooth and geeky. And I feel like it kind of works. Like I can go from like smooth, like, I don't know, my Denzel voice. After I should miss his boy, I ain't never seen you. I don't want to see you no smooth. <coughs> Keep that to yourself. Don't act like you ain't seen me. Oh, do you know what? Do you know the fantasy? Where um, is we? It goes into the fantasy about oh, I love a rare tear tear. You know, it's on yeah, my yeah. wife and house. Yeah. And uh, my um, my wife and kids' house. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Watch it again, bro. It's it's literally the the exact same set as my wife and kids. Yeah. Yeah, fully. Yeah. So like on that bit, like the Doctor Cox speech. Oh yeah, modern medicine. Yeah. That's modern medicine advances that keep people alive who should have died a long time ago back when they lost what made them people now your job is to stay sane enough so that when someone does come in that you actually can help you're not so brain dead that you can't function for the love of god because that was it in, in that bit i feel like but in that bit it, it shows you that i think it shows you the whole of scrubs where uh it gets deep and then straight away he makes he makes a joke about Pushing the dead body around. Mm. So that's dumb. Deep and dumb like fucking a model. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the joke, he gives him the advice. Uh, Stop getting the nurses to do all your work. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll fucking kick you out of here. And that's where the, the Dr. Cox is a father figure. Yeah. Now you see what like though. Cemented, isn't it? The main thing is, obviously, you see him at rounds. And she's, it's like, oh, the nurse happened with this procedure. And he winks at the nurse. Kelso don't notice. Yeah. Cox went there. Yeah, Cox don't even know yeah. the patient, but he notices. And do you know what as well? It's like, he's not, be, obviously Dr. Cox is not a serious person in it, but JD's a person that like twists him, that makes him like yeah. lose it and just go, well, okay, then fine. Like earlier on when he's like, ah, oh, oh, that's not very good. And he's like, do you know what? Let me just school this little you. Boom. Look, man's fucking right next to my girl's breast and he don't yeah. care. You get me? It's fine. It doesn't matter how I talk yeah. about him in this bit. It's like, he's like, oh, you want to give me some real advice? He's like, oh, you want some real advice? Keep fucking up using the nurses, yeah. You're going to be out of here quick. Yeah. That was the real advice. But you know also, I mean? when you like do a job like that, surely you got to make a joke of death because you're around it 24-7, yeah. isn't it? But then as well, it's like, I think I wrote something about it, but it's like, JD's got a good heart in it and he keeps that a lot through it. Like, um, I think through this episode, really, his heart should be destroyed by the yeah. end of the day, but it's not, you get me? 
and it isn't until later on, you know, like later on, it becomes a bit jaded, and yeah, his brother yeah, gets involved to try and change it. it. But I think a lot of a lot of the series is about JD having a good heart, and I think it's shown in this episode, like when he helps. I think it's Mister Bursky, his first patient. Like, is that the gas one? The fart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We gotta find out if your gas is harmful to other people while they're in the lift. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh yeah, and he warns him about Kalso there. He's yeah, like, yeah. I've written it down. Doctor Kalso is the most evil human being on the planet and may in fact be satan himself and it's true yeah and then he says that and then uh when dr castle says to jd uh you scared about doing um on call and he's like yeah yeah can i skip this one when he has to tell that the person died and he literally shouts at him but he turns to satan and it like they mm, they flash the fire back in his eyes and all fire that. in his eyes so there you go he's cemented as the the bad, the bad guy. guy and he stays that way for about seven years oh yeah that's when you see Turk halfway through the day yeah and it's like it's like a comparison of their yeah. days because at that point JD's feeling a bit shit yeah. a bit scared Rete just being like told off by Cox he knows that he ain't really doing his work Turk's like I just have my hand inside somebody <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to do Man, this he, he looks like he's on a high when yeah. he's talking about it and then um, I did notice yeah because that's the first time him and Carla interact yeah, he's just like, what's, he's like, what's up, baby? And she ignores she him. At him. But like, you think about all the people Carla ignores and Carla's character later on. The fact that later on, she's like, that's not deep. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't say that. <laughs> like, you could tell she was on yeah, him from yeah. the start because she'd air people, like, in the series, she'll air people. I want to know exist. what he said to her to get her into the room because we never see it in it. But like, yeah. he thinks he's going to bang her in the uncle room and she just lets him strip off and walks out. Yeah, at least and JD's just, uh, just, just waiting up against the door trying to sleep. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah, we meet the Todd as well after the whole... Bro, the jealousy in JD's eyes when, when uh, he thinks Todd's his new best That's friend, right. isn't it? And obviously, like, they're meant to be rooming together, but it's seeming like yeah. Turk's about to strike out on his own. And I think he even says to him, oh, let's see what I'll go on in it after. Um, and then, yeah, it gets on to Mr. Bursky. And you see JD actually be a doctor connecting with his first patient. Um, which, yeah, like I said before, and it is heart in it, and it, it don't stop there. It's got a good heart. It don't stop there. Um, then you get introduced to the Janitor. Oh yeah. The, now if yeah. you don't, <laughs> it's the penny in the door, in it. Yeah. So basically, in this episode, JD drops. Oh, in this episode, JD suggests that there might be a penny in the door that the Janitor's fixing. Well, Janitor's fixing like an automatic door. JD just says, "Yo, what, what, what Maybe you doing? There's... Maybe there's a penny in there." And then he's like, if there is a penny in there, I'll take you down. And then you find out there is one in there at the end. And then that's like his nemesis for the yeah. whole. <clears throat> Mama makes his life hell from that point forward. Um, but yeah. Um, and then we get back to the second bit around. So if you think about it, you can look at it as two halves of an episode. You've got the first half before he meets Turk, before Dr. Cox tells him, oh, you've got to change what you're doing and fucking be responsible for what you're fucking doing out here. Then you've got the second part. So this next bit of rounds, you get me, it's like, man's there, he ain't got the answer. He asked, that's the worst part, he asked Elliot, and she's like, I don't know. Yeah, she then they asked the Elliot. I know, throws him straight under the bus, and then they ask Elliot, and she's like, oh yeah, this is the answer. <laughs> and if you notice, you know, like, when he gets asked, because he's like fantasising about my girl when he gets asked a question, it's deer in headlights, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, when he gets hit, it isn't when he gets a question wrong, it's yeah, when it's she when gets she, a question right. She's throwing him under the bus, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, it ain't even a bus, though. It's like, 
It's like deer in headlights, and yeah, it's but that's like the analogy is the deer in headlights, and she's fucked him under the. That's under how the I seen it. Throwing him under the bus, but obviously it's a lorry in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but she... that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, obviously, a deer in headlights is you're being shot by something, in it? Or something's made you freeze, yeah. in it? And it's like, oh, the question's made him freeze, but it's like a different truck hitting me, you get me? Yeah. But, like, I thought that was sick. Um, Just that little, just that little bit there, like, rather than the truck hitting him when he's flipping on the bit, like, when he gets the question wrong, it's when the girl's it's all over him. Fucks him. Yeah. Um... And then we get to like, um, we get to like one of the, I guess this is not one of the biggest lessons, but my man's there talking to his boy. They're about to do some shit for a page. Actually, he's there trying to, Turk's there to tell JD you don't really want to live with him no more. And um, JD's shook to do a bit of a procedure with a big needle. Man just grabs the needle. Learn by doing. Learn by doing. And um, yeah, I think that's a big message for us because... I don't know, you can kind of stand there. I think we're kind of like right. JD a bit. We this, were kind is what, of... this is what we're doing now, isn't it? We're just doing it, learning as we grow. Yeah, after two years of trying to find the right needle. Yeah. But well, yeah. Our, our big needle's the intro. We can't figure out the right intro. Yeah, man. Honestly, don't worry about the intro, man. If, it's, if it sounds funny or it sounds different, we, we're working on it, okay? We're trying <laughs> to get it right. Um, but yeah, learn by doing. But then you need a bit of both in it because JD's overthinking. Uh, Turk just whacks it in. Turns out the needle is too big. Then whatever they're trying to drain out of that woman's belly, <laughs> it fucks up and Turk just walks off. I know, that's what I think it's peak about it. it. My man fully leaves him with it. Um, Can we just say, why is the woman listening to the reggae tune? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Though, bro, someone might say that about you in 40 years. Yeah, true. So. <laughs> it's like, why is this guy listening to old gigs? <laughs> Why is my listeners talking a heart? It's with his hand on his heart. <laughs> um, but yeah, the episode just kind of goes on from there. You kind of get to see his day um, and the little things doctors deal with. Um, him being scared of saving lives when a cold happens and you see a lot of them hiding in closets because yeah, that's just not funny because like, he's running to it and he's like, uh, this is what a code is. Someone's like heart stopped. We, the first one to get there is responsible for, for everything and he's like what the hell would I want to do that and then he just runs and hides yeah. and then he finds Elliot there mm. and then uh, he's like oh I don't want to sleep with you anymore and she's like okay then then sticks it on him and straight away he's yeah. like oh, okay man bluffs the puff and it, she, <laughs> she bluffs him with the pussy but you know what but it's happening to both of them at the same time because yeah. it happens to JD she's like he's like, I don't even want to sleep with you and he's like oh, really because we could do it it's like boom told ya and then next Turk's getting flipping stripped naked for nothing <laughs> in the uncle room uh, which I think is jokes um, and that's when obviously at that point JD's just fully full of jealousy as well like I'm a bit of I'd never do my boy dirty like that innit but I can't lie yet I am that type of guy to be like jealous like when someone's doing good not jealous, but be like, where's mine? Yeah. Like, when you got with your wife and you guys are going on holiday all the time, I'm like, where the fuck's mine still? You got your house, I'm like, where the fuck's mine? But the reality is, you got to do it yourself. You yeah. got to kind of... And that's, that is I, what JD learns in this episode still. I didn't realise that, to be fair. You, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. You no, know, you know what? I'm not bad about it. I don't, like, hate on my friends and that. Yeah. But I know sometimes I'm like, yo, I wish I had what they had. I wish I was doing. I wish I was there. You get me? Why aren't I sort of thing? I'm like... That's why, you know, when we got our key rings and I said yeah. to you, I should have the JD one. You're like, nah, I should have the JD one. Yeah. It's because I know I'm more like him. Like I'm a bit more like, I feel like when it comes to like how you act in life, you're more like Turk. You kind of, you're the one that just learns by doing, you get yeah, me? Yeah. You got your girl, you got your house, you've got your job, you do your shit, you get me? Me, I'm more like, 
I'm sitting there trying to plan out every little aspect so it goes right rather than just trying to do it, innit? But you need both, innit? Yeah, exactly. It works out good. But that's what I mean, I think. That's why. What key rings did we end up with? I got turkey, you got Jamie. Oh, you want to swap them? Nah, screw it, man. I'm the black (laughs) one. (laughs) But, um... But now nah, it is watching that show and realizing that part of JD and thinking, oh shit, that's like me. But then what he actually does about it is he learns from the people, like, he keeps his heart big, he keeps his friends close, and rather than hating on them, he kind of he says, oh, you know what I mean? He looks at them and he's like, he's been eat. There's points in the show when he's jealous of Turk and Carla, but he never takes it out on them. You get me? Yeah. He like says, oh, what am I doing? Where's my life? You get me? And I just kind of turn it into that now, and it kind of puts fuel yeah, on me. Yeah, you live in you nice now. Yeah, yeah I live. Well, I live in all right. You, bro, you're still on your second house, and I'm renting. <laughs> 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 now, don't get me wrong. It don't put me down, but it definitely makes me think. Yo, there's still more I can do. I can. I need to, and that's what I do whenever I'm looking at house shit. It's you that I call. You know. Cause you're like the yeah, one that inspires me that, for that shit. I love that shit in it. Uh, yeah. Like, now, nah, but I'm even more than you loving it and me knowing you loving it, yeah. you're my inspiration, bro. When I look at someone that's got a house or someone that moves property and that, not moves property, yeah, bro. You ain't got like loads. Let's of them. wait there. Let's put it out there. I'm not no mogul, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You're a mogul to me, man. <laughs> but now, nah, for real, and I feel like that kind of comes from Scrubs. I think a lot of the characters really like rely on each other as friends. And I think as as anyone, well. Uh, intros well, are a bit shit so people might not know well the tagline to the show is I can't do this on my own innit? and that's exactly. the whole show wrapped up yeah and it's our podcast as well and that's why Scrubs is one of the biggest parts of it like we know we can't do it on ourselves we talk about TV and rappers but without the boys the vibe flippers yeah. your homies like it, it, it makes it harder like you can always you can always fucking compare yourself to something that ain't real but you need to compare yourself to something that is real as well. Someone that's in your environment kind of and has the same sort of goals as you because if someone's got the same limitations as you in your eyes and you can do what they can do rather than bitching about it. I there guess. you go. Lesson. Lesson. Vibe flip. <clears throat> but um, yeah, back to the show. Enough preaching from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where was we? So yeah, we had the flipping, had them two both getting uh, bluffed on the pussy. <laughs> which in all fairness has probably happened to every geezer everyone yeah for real um uh, dr cox knows he's scared to be on call uh which i think is pretty cool but well you just shocks him up even more yeah <laughs> so the, you, you, the worst thing that you can you can do is kill someone yeah. but that's absolutely but then <laughs> someone thing. dies on him yeah, yeah so it happens and obviously and he's like ah oh, you know what you can do if it gets bad he's like call you it's like no <laughs> go hide in another cupboard <laughs> which i think is jokes but then again he's calling him out on his shit behavior yeah which i think is holding him accountable which is what a teacher should be doing really um and then you get the first carla versus elliot i think it's sick because, I mean, when someone goes for you, you try and deflect on it, or you just, oh, whatever. You, I think some people, like, they're just defensive in it. Yo, the way my girl eight miles her is sick. It's like, yeah, I got a fang on, because I think I look good. And yeah, I need to feel good sometimes. Because outside of here, I ain't doing shit lies hard. And it's like, it ain't like, oh, no, you're not true. It's like, yeah, you're true. But I'm B-rabbiting it. This is eight mile these are the reasons I am what I am and these are the reasons why you saying that don't mean shit. It's not a cost. But also, how does stripping my man down make her feel good? That's what I thought. What, Elliot? Now, Turk. How does what? She stripped her down, walked her, and she and sometimes yeah. I need to feel she good. got me up all <laughs> night. What's the song called? Power Trips, man. Yeah, truth. <clears throat> it's just not like, well, yeah, Carla was on a power trip, but at the same time, like, 
in my head, she probably hypothetically, that she's gonna get with him. Yeah, and she had to humble him, him in it. Yeah, yeah. Because Turk was like, Turk thought it was the shit, and yeah, she had to humble him. I think in my imagination, but I don't know. Donald Faison, Zach Braff, if you ever listen to this, can you please? I don't know. <laughs> Bill Lawrence, maybe. I don't mind Bill. We need an Ask Bill moment. Yeah, we need an Ask Bill moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was all good. Um, trying to think. And then does that... Be- oh yeah, now do you know what? The sealer at the end was because she's like, ah, oh, where gets around about you? Yeah, yeah, that's uncle. the like, oh, Will gets word around about you, miss, just out for herself. <laughs> it's like, jeez. But she does that again in season eight to some of, to the new Elliot, isn't it? Yeah. She, she tells her that like... Yeah, she does the do. family and you got Oh, she me. does use the same thing about yeah, are you just out for yourself. Again, yeah, I yeah. didn't even catch that mirror. Yeah. I only know because I watched, I rewatched Scrubs like last month. Oh, that's good. You you got some flipping ahead of me. <laughs> um, and then we start to see Doctor Co- Doctor His shit starts to slide. Yeah, turns this evil. is this yeah. This is when he actually turns into the demon, like you were saying earlier. It's like he asks him about right. He fake asks him, starts a fake up convo basically with him, and he's like, "Oh, you got your patient on dialysis. You're trying to get your dialysis patient on transplant." Leave him on dialysis. Anyone that knows what dialysis will know that leaving someone on dialysis isn't going to help them medically. Yeah. um, And obviously, Mr. Bursky died. And he's like, oh, you don't care. And it's like, yo, basically, it's like, yo, listen, stop fucking getting, stop coming to me about transplant and get the flipping, the autopsy for this geezer. But with the Mr. Bursky dying, it showed you the um, first time someone sees someone die to like, I'm assuming Nurse Roberts or Bear people dying because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, yo, call him so I can go home. And Jay Z's got, he's having all this like introspective moment. moment yeah. Now I think the thing, um, the thing that he says in that that bit that's mad is that like, and I think it's the same with anybody. When anything big happens around you, all you can think about is yourself. Yeah. It's like my man's there, like, oh, this guy's died. How hard is it? Obviously, there's um, there's a big cold. JD gets called in. Doctor Cox is there. Man basically just helps him through it, and it. Like, yeah, gives him yeah, the confidence yeah. he needs, gasses him up, gets him to do it, calls him a doctor, almost, almost pats, pats him on his him back, on back like a proud father. Like, yeah, man, but then he like, looks like, man, icks it off, and it's like, yeah. Ugh, icky, icky, icky. <laughs> don't do it. And then shit starts to turn around for JD. But then now you're forgetting, Carla realises he needs to celebrate, so she's like, go on then. And yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah! I do that now like when I do something I'm like yeah done it have I done it done it yeah <laughs> hands down again um, and yeah I think there's a sick moment I think again this is a big thing about the podcast um, there's a sick moment obviously where Turk admits to him like how much he's been fronting all day um, and I guess I don't know it kind of puts in perspective the way that I say that I look up to you for certain things it doesn't mean that you see yourself that way. Nah, de- like, 100%, like, I, like, it's all relative, isn't it? Like, mm. I think my life is normal. Yeah, but I think what you've done like, with your house is, is bad. I look at someone, bro, I've got one house, man, you make it out of that bad house. Yeah, bro, but, like, <laughs> listen, yeah. Okay, so what, in the space of five, six years, you got married, where the hat were there, bro, from meeting your, from meeting your, girl yeah to now how long's it been six years uh seven seven yeah probably Bruv. so you what you, you've done bear holidays yeah no 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 you, you got a yard you got married no nah, but like you're making it sound easy and it like no bruv you made it look easy <laughs> i'm not making it sound easy bruv you made it look easy I had to and no the... no hold on hold on this is one thing that we never me and you never really talk about yeah 
you done all this off the back of like a pretty bad relationship, a pretty yeah. bad breakup, the one you had before. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, not like I didn't know if he's going to come back from that, but it must have been hard uh, to trust and believe in shit after that. I wanted to jump off a building, but man can't walk up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Yo, that's like me saying I wanted to commit financial suicide, <laughs> but I didn't have the credit. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, um. But now, nah, this is what I'm saying after everything, like you say, feeling like that, bruv. Finding Shiv and getting engaged, bruv. getting a house together, getting your second house together, having a dog. Like, you got it. When, when you say second house, I sold one house and bought another one. I ain't got two houses. Yeah, bruv. Don't let like, the tax man Most call. people. Don't let the tax man Okay, call. let me put it like this. How many pa- how many houses did your parents own? Yeah. Bruv, yeah. You, you, got, you, you were on to owning. Okay. You purchased your second home, owning one home, before your parents did it. Yeah, but... Bro, like, you make it look easy. It's not easy, man. Like, when I was 21, my mum gave me, like, a grand and said, yeah, I have this, you're 21. I said to my mum, yeah, I'm going to buy a house with this grand in it. Mm. Put it in some savings account. And till I met Siobhan, I was a saving, saving, saving. Then when I met, not like Siobhan, Siobhan... But when I met her and then I realised he's want to live together, I was like, yo, I've got this money I've been saving for like 15 years. Let's go buy a house in it. Like, mm. well, like, I met Siobhan, let's buy a house. Like, I always knew I wanted to buy a house. But I, I was going to do it on my own, but it's just, as you know now, it's mm. fucking almost oh, impossible to get a mortgage on your oh, own. Nah, yeah, and then, like, with the wedding, like, fucking... And, I hate loans in it. I never get a loan apart from a mortgage. This is my opinion. People do what they're doing it, but I think you shouldn't get a loan for stupid shit. Like get one for a car, get one for a house in it. Mm. Everything costs. Get one to consolidate your debts in it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, if you got debts, consolidate your debts. But like, don't get a loan for like a holiday in it. Like, mm. go on a cheaper holiday or save for longer. That's yeah, my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Like. Defer the gratitude, that's what I tell myself. Defer all the, the gratitude. Time. Hello from the other side. No, it's not Adam, it's Dwayne. And at this point, I realised I was meant to say defer the gratification, not the gratitude. Now let's get back to it. I tell myself this all the time like, defer the gratitude. Like, I've always wanted a sick car. Like, me and my brother love cars. I want a rapid car. But <laughs> It's too much money in it. Like I could afford it, but I'll be struggling. So yeah, I don't yeah. want to struggle. So defer the gratitude. Don't get me wrong. Every day I'm on auto cheered trader and looking at cars, sending <laughs> to my brother like, "Yo, gonna buy this next week." Blah blah blah. But then you just don't and defer yeah, the gratitude. Yeah. But, but this like, is what I'm saying, bro. We like, can go too far. Where like I get too into it. Don't spend no money. And Siobhan Your girl's got to like, shout at you to like, buy a Mac. We bought a laptop in it for this. Why did I have to ask Siobhan for permission, Shen. not for permission, to make myself feel yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you just felt like you didn't okay. deserve it. This is the thing, when you told me, oh, I'm going to buy a Mac, I'm like, oh, you're wasting people. Nah, I weren't like, you're wasting people. Like, oh, your girl's going to flip it, yeah? And she's like, nah, bro, she's telling me to buy it. I was like, yeah, bro, yeah. is it this deep? Are you holding money that hard? Bro, bro, this is why you and my mum get on still. Is your mum like this? Bro, my mum's like that, hundred. Yeah. Bro, she's a, bro, she's a single mother who managed to get the house yeah. on her own, you get yeah. me? Like, when you're little, you like, my mum gives me a bit of birthday money. Mm. I'll never spend it, bro. Bro, bro when I got birthday that. money, bro, I went straight yeah, to see it. That's the difference between me and you. <laughs> I never deferred gratitude. Yeah. 
and now I'm having to. But this is what I'm saying, like, if I didn't know you properly, like JD didn't know Turk properly, he would have thought that Turk had his sick, sick day, you get me? Yeah. And like, obviously, he's had to sort of drop the veil and be like, yo, I've been scared, I've been scared all day. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then he's like, ah, oh. JD's like, ah, oh, you know, ask him if he wants to live with you. And he's like, I already got the keys out of yeah. your bag, man. Of course. I think that's like, it's a bit cheeky still. Carmen was yeah, going to leave him high and dry. But was he though? They just like, maybe me and you, say me and you are going to live together. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm Turk, you're dead. I'm we're still going to be best friends if I'm we don't assu- live together. I'm assuming we're going to live together. So I hadn't spoke about it. Where you're praying that we're not going to live together because we ain't spoke about it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I imagined it was like. And it like, JD wanted him to say, we're going to live together. Turk, apart from the bit where he goes, we should branch out. But that could mean getting different Anything. mates, but still living together, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, Turk didn't say it because he assumed it. Mm. And JD was getting pranked because he, Turk didn't say that they're yeah. going to live together, innit? Um... Yeah, I kind of, I see where you're coming from still. But see what, yeah, this is the next bit. And this is the thing that gets me. I, I want to know if you noticed it, bro. What did Turk say next? What, after he got the keys? Yeah, after he said he's already got the keys. But Turk turns around to him and goes, I love you, man. Oh, oh yeah. And then I he laughs, in it? I read bro, that now. Turk's the first one to yeah. say, I love you. Yeah, but he laughed after, like... Uh, yeah, but it's like... But I think he laughed because he said it as a joke because he knew that's what JD wanted him to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he laughed as well. I think, nah, bro. I think he said it because he meant it. But, like, he, he wanted him to know, like, JD's his boy, boy. Yeah. They've been through so much. And, like, I think maybe a man was thinking he was going to branch out. And now he's like, yo, it's me. Not it's me and JD, but it's like, yo, maybe I'm not as ready to branch out. Like, maybe I need him like he needs me. Yeah. Cause that's what he says. That's what he says. I need you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying he needs him, and I think he's like, I, I think he's right saying, I love you. And I, I think he like I he's don't. laughing because he knows how cringe it is. Maybe. But I then, just think he said it because that's what he wants. I don't. I reckon he was more joking than real, but obviously he does. Because mm. I won't be able to say that to you without laughing. I don't yeah. Think. But I could say that to you. Yeah, because you're fucking. You're I'm JD. JD. Even Turk said it first, come on. Yeah, but he was joking. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but then we get to the end of the episode, I guess. Everything starts turning right for him. But um, how long is this, bro? We need to cut this shit out. Nah, man. Sorry, man. We're flipping watch him call it. Well, I think this is Don't the worry, end now, anyway. I'm quitting all that house shit out before people come from Yeah. <laughs> well, like I say, flipping um, Turk sets shit right with him. Elliot helps him by uh, getting the um, autopsy and actually says sorry to him. And um, yeah, man, gets out of there, innit? He survives his first day, like we survived our first first day podcasting. Yeah, man, like, like pointing it out, I was prang, man. Like, like I hate my voice, mm. and I just thought. But most people have said, "Yo, it's all right." And yeah, obviously, it's a bit like all over the place because yeah, we're just starting. And I've been podcasting for two episodes. Well, we did about twenty, but about yeah, eighteen of them were in the bin. But I think this is something I realized during my like epiphany. That like um no one's first attempt at anything is their best. I mean, if you're a genius at something, like if you're a genius at COD, you're gonna get uh, a nuke on your first one yeah. out. If you're not, you're gonna have to put the work in and you're gonna have to learn. Yeah. And it's like I'm a genius at I something. I love COD, man. Still had a I've never had a nuke. I've never had a nuke, man. But then man like flipping P. Has he had nukes? Bro, P used to get nukes for fun. P yeah. and six. I used to watch them get nukes like it was funny. Yeah. Them man, I just them man could have had like... their own channels. They were geniuses. Yeah. But then them man, I don't know. 
Then man can't write lyrics like I used to write lyrics. You get me or make music like I used to make music. That's where I was a genius. You get me, I just put my hand to it and it was easy. So, yeah, man. Yeah, sometimes I, you got to put work into shit. I've always seen myself as I can write lyrics, but I never tried. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you had some lyrics, man. What was it? Um, Your the girl's fit. No. Your girl sounds fit. But, but the looks are missing. <laughs> That's why I call her Meg Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> that bar is rent free in my head. <laughs> but yeah. Um, if any rapper uses that now, I'm coming for you. <laughs> but yeah, so this is, well, this is our second day. But this is the episode about my first day scrubs. And uh, the lesson that we really learned was just learn by doing, man. Learn by doing. And learn then doing. if you say I love you to someone, just laugh in the face straight after. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the vibe. I'm Dwayne. I'm Nawal. And this is the Arts and Culture. What can I say? <coughs> Welcome to Flip the Vibe. I'm Dwayne. I'm Nawal. And this is the Arts and Culture podcast with a twist. Yeah, if you want to know more, keep listening. I thought you was doing the JD bit. Aye. Uh, what do you mean? What JD bit? Welcome to Flip the Vibe, I'm Dwayne. I'm Nawal. And this is the Arts and Culture Podcast with a twist. Yeah, if you want to know more about the twist, keep tuned. Uh, as you know, we fuck it up. Sorry, bruv. We fuck it up a lot. <laughs>